Hello, Ravens flock, and welcome back to Baltimore Talk, your weekly podcast giving you a recap of every Baltimore Ravens game from now to postseason. I'm your host, Anthony Probst, and I'll be bringing you everything you miss, plus my own personal thoughts, opinions, and analysis. And this is it, ladies and gentlemen. We are in the regular season. Kicked off last Thursday night, Kansas City and Detroit. Kicked off the brand new 2023 season, but we kicked off yesterday afternoon at 1 o'clock in our beautiful M&T Bank Stadium celebrating 25 years there, guys. 25 years of our Baltimore Ravens in our home stadium like that. I hope everybody's just as excited as I was listening and watching to to that game because it was a great game. I'm going to be honest. Things couldn't have been better for a season opener, honestly. We faced off against the Houston Texans, which is an interesting team. We don't usually play Houston, so that was an interesting team to play. However, I'm just excited to be back. Yes, I know we've had week one, two, and three of preseason, but this isn't preseason anymore. This is the full-on 2023 season where everything counts everything matters and I hope everybody's just as excited as I am because we're back with the full big on descriptions not that preseason couple of notes yada 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 blase blase whole lot of whole lot of this is the full pen to pad every play every down every whistle Baltimore talk and I'm so happy to be finally doing the full episodes again like I said I would be and I I really don't know how much more of an opening I can have except I will say I do have a little something to tease at the end you know give you guys a little little teaser a little something special but I'll save that for the end because we got to get into the game Starting with the well, actually, before we even get to that, we had a few inactives on Sunday afternoon. Being Mark Andrews, he was inactive yesterday, as well was Tyler Hundley and Marlon Humphrey. Three, three good players, honestly. Tyler Huntley, yes, he is a backup to Lamar, so we were all right with that. But Mark Andrews, Marlon Humphrey are a very good defensive player and offensive tight end so we were missing some key players and I'm gonna be honest on both sides of the ball offense and defense we were dropping like flies yesterday ladies and gentlemen and it was not a pretty sight I'm not gonna lie to you we did get a few of our starters I will say right off rip because I will get to it in the podcast but I'm just gonna say right off rip now JK Dobbins Man tore his Achilles again and is now out for the entire season. And the season just started. But we we will get to that. So starting off with the opening coin toss, Houston won the ball, or won the toss, I should say. So yeah, they won the ball, and they elected to defer. So you know what that means. They got a start of the second half, which... I can always say, honestly, Ravens flock is so much smarter to defer as you don't know how that first half is going to go. And since we start with the ball, we will start with it. First and 10, J.K. Dobbins gets a nice handoff for four yards. Now we're on second and six. Isaiah Likely, he gets a screen pass, only a short one, though. 
That one going for four yards. So now it's third and two. Lamar, he tries to go somewhere, but he's sacked and can't go anywhere. So on fourth and two, first our first set of four, we end up having to punt the ball away, which it is what it is. It's opening week. It's the, literally the first four plays of the game. So it kind of makes sense to why we have to get into that because we that's a lot of our starters. We didn't play for three weeks straight plus the two-week intermission between the end of preseason and start of the regular season. So that's a lot of warming up to do, and that's a lot of uh, rust to shake off, especially for Lamar, who'd been out for a long time considering he went down and out week 13 last year at the end of last season and hasn't Touched the NFL game since. So this is his first game back, which also very nice. But moving to Texan side of the ball, it's their first and 10. They get a gain of four. Now on second and six, they end up throwing a pass. The ball is deflected. Kyle Hamilton, he ended up uh, tipping the ball just a little bit. And he ended, and Roquan Smith ended up deflecting it. Or, uh, my apologies, Roquan Smith deflected it, but Kyle Hamilton, he got a little shaken up. He did get a little hurt. Uh, he did go in for the ball, though, so that, that was very nice. He was able to go in and try and uh, put, some, put some energy and put some effort into it. Now, on third and six, they don't end up getting much, and they end up going on fourth. And I honestly, I wasn't sure how much they got to be 100% with you guys and be very specific. I wasn't... Couldn't really tell how many yards they got. So just on fourth down, they end up having to punt the ball away. But there was a flag, and it was running into the kicker. So that ended up getting them just a little closer. However, it's still fourth and one. And then C.J. Stroud, making his NFL debut for the Houston Texans, ends up getting sacked by our boy Patrick Queen. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, that's right. Patrick Queen, our man is on fire already and we just started we just started and our boy patrick queen's already on fire so jumping back to our side here it's first and ten lamar ends up doing what he does best keeps it for eight yards then on second and two zay flowers making his nfl debut gets a handoff only of a yard then on third and one zay flowers again also now getting the first after just a yard, which ironically, the day I'm uploading this on Monday, September 11th, as we all remember, and take a second for that. All right, and, or yes, 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 today is Zay Flowers' birthday, so happy birthday to our man Zay Flowers, and... Now, getting right back to it, first and 10 here for us, no gain. Second and 10, there was a false start on us, so we ended up having to back it up five yards. 8.20 left in the first quarter. Now on second and 15, Rashad Bateman gets a beautiful nine-yard catch, but unfortunately on third and six, Lamar throws the first interception of the game of the season right here with 7.20 left in the game. So now going back to Houston's side, it's first and 10, incomplete pass. Second and 10, gain of seven. Now on third and three, Houston decides to take their first time out as there was also a flag on the play as well. It was a holding penalty also on Houston, so bonus for us as we back them up just a little bit. Now on third and 13, they only gain eight yards, so now fourth and five, Texans have to punt. 
First and ten now, gain of six on us by Zay Flowers after a great screen pass. Now on second and four, Dobbins. He ends up gaining three off after a handoff. And Lamar Jackson doing what he does best, putting his pedal to the metal, turning on the Speedy Gonzalez legs, and ends up getting the first down by taking it himself. So now on first and ten... There was a flag for an illegal motion call on us. Then, we, after we back it up five yards, it's first and 15. Dobbins, he ends up running for 10 like the monster he is. Then on second and five, second and five, we only gain about half a yard. So he said it was in between four and a half and like five yards, which is really weird way to say it and really weird placement. So it's about... Third down and four and a half-ish yards. It was just a weird way they made it out to seem. Now, and on that play, Zay Flowers gets the first down. Now, on first and ten, once again, Zay Flowers, he only gets two yards because there was a late flag, a very late flag, actually. It was a legal block on the Texans. So that ends up getting us half the distance to the goal, automatic first down. So now first and goal, and J.K. Dobbins strikes first, being the man to get the first touchdown of the game with a minute left in the first quarter, As and he dove into the end zone too. He full-on dove, and we all know Justin Tucker sailed one right straight through the uprights, and he ends up pushing up, putting one extra point up. So now it is 7-0, our Baltimore Ravens leading the game, with one minute left in the first quarter. Now, back to Houston's side. It's first and ten, and they only gain three. Now, on second and seven, they throw an incomplete pass. Then they go for run play on third and seven, and I'm getting sacked in the backfield, so it's a loss of two. And now on... And actually, that's how you end, That's how we end the first quarter. So before I jump in just to the next play, because I almost did that beforehand... I will say, overall, good first quarter. Did have just the one, pen, the one, two penalties on us. So I won't say it was anything bad. It wasn't anything crazy. So it was a decent first quarter. Like I said, it's week one of the new season. We're just getting our rhythm, getting back into it. And we just happened to do that, honestly. like It was an overall relatively good first quarter, I will say that. But going as I, back to what I was saying, fourth and nine going to the Texans having to punt. So now on first and ten, we throw an incomplete pass. There was a flag, and it was a pass interference on Houston. So that actually really helped us out, giving us the first down. First and ten, J.K. ends up going for only two, second and eight. He gets a catch for just a few yards, but there was a legal hands-to-the-face flag on us, so that backed us up by 10. Now on 2nd and 18, Rashad Bateman gains 8. Now here we have a 3rd and 10 incomplete pass. It was a big rush, though, at Lamar Jackson, and he ended up dropping back so far. We got an intentional grounding flag, so that backed us up another 14 after that. So now it's 4th and 14, and we end up having to punt the ball with 12.50 left in the half. Now going back to Houston's side, once again, it's first and ten. They only gained five here. Second and five, C.J. Stroud runs it himself for four. It's third and one. Houston converts. First and ten, gain of only five. Second and five, Stroud ends up getting dropped way back. He threw the pass. It was 
almost intercepted, but it ended up hitting the ground and deemed incomplete. Now on third and five, the Houston's, they take their second time out. Uh, yeah, they take their second time out. And once they come back from it, they end up throwing a low pass. Very low pass, honestly, but they end up converting. And I'm going to be honest, guys, ugh, it, it, it breaks my heart. It kills me every time I saw them because they hit a few low passes. I'm not going to lie. I know C.J. Stroud making his NFL debut just like a few of our players, but he's QB1 now, so them low passes ain't really going to fly here. Now, on first and 10, they gain five. Second and five, they gain only one. So now on third and fourth down, they take their final time out of the half, and once they come back, they end up converting on downs. So it's back to first and 10. They gain five again. Now on second and five, they get a really big conversion. I mean, we're talking at least 20-plus yards. Can't remember the specific one right off the top of my head, but they end up getting a really big conversion. So now on first and 10, they gain one. One, second and nine, gain only four. Third and five, they send a screen pass but end up losing a yard as they threw it and it was a loss of one, which good on us. Now on fourth and six, they end up kicking a field goal and it's now 7-3 with Baltimore still leading with four minutes left in this half, which not doing so bad so far, but could be doing a little better. Now on first and 10, JK gains four here. Second and six, Lamar ends up gaining the first down because the pocket collapsed all around him, so he had to scramble, get out of his own way, and get to step in. Now on first and 10, he ends up having to dump the pass away. Second and 10 and third and 10, both incomplete passes. And now on, except which, I I don't understand how this one, we get, they said we gained a yard, even though we threw two incomplete passes, which made no sense. I guess they were just being generous. Now, on fourth and nine, we end up having to punt the ball, and we end up throwing a false. It was a false start, so but it is what it is because on fourth and 14, we still punted the ball, so it wasn't like it was a really big deal to change or to say or do anything. Now, on first and 10 for Houston, there was a face mask flag on us. Way to go, guys. Wait, what am I saying? Why am I being so negative? Again, it's week one. This is what this, and I will actually, you know what? I'll save this for halftime. I'll save this for halftime. So now on first and 10, they gain, Houston gains two. Second and eight, they get a gain of one. Now on third and seven, they somehow end up converting on downs. Wasn't very happy about it. Now on their first and 10, once again, Houston gains 17. Then on first and 10 and second and 10, they throw incomplete passes. Third and 10 here, they end up getting a false start, which was nice. So that backed them up just a couple. Now on third and 15, they throw an incomplete pass. But there was a flag again on Baltimore, and this one was a roughing the passer flag. So now on first and 10, we take our technically our second timeout. is I don't know when they really threw the first timeout. Which, again, it was weird because the only timeouts that were actually shown were Houston's two. So I don't know where those two came from. The first one, at least, of us came from. Then on second and ten, they throw a screen pass for five. And with the clock winding down and them not having any timeouts left, they throw it on third and five. They spike the ball. Then 
Fourth down, they end up kicking the field goal. Now it's only a one-point game, 7-6 to six going into the half. And what I was about to say just a moment ago was the fact that on... Uh, where what was I going to say? I, oh, um, what I would say for halftime: the the penalties. It's the penalties. Go just this first half alone. Most of these penalties were on us and were our fault. So what I, what I was going to say essentially over the top was. We got to stop making these penalties. Like the this is why it's week one. This is why we are allowed to make these mistakes because it's still early in the year. It's still early in the season. So we can afford to make those face masking penalties and uh, pass interference and what other penalties we have. Just because since it's still early, we won't have to worry about like that costing us a game yet. And if it does cost us a game, it's not going to make or break our season. Yes, it could play play a factor and put a damper on things. However... It's not really going to end up costing us a whole, whole lot, I should say. And my other, and ironically, I guess I did write it down. (laughs) And another thing we needed to do was stay in coverage. Because a lot of those good plays that Houston actually made were some decent passes. They had some pretty good passes. I will give them the credit. And... That was our problem. We weren't staying in coverage, whether it was zone, man, blitz, whatever. We weren't staying in coverage, and we were allowing them to get those amount of yards when they got that 17-yard pass or they got that extremely big second-down conversion. So just staying in coverage is very big. And then the last one that I had that I was thinking that I always say every time I see them go by, wrap up. One-arm tackles is not going to cut it. Gang tackling. Two, three guys all converting and smothering the, whether it's the pass, the passer, the passer, the runner, whoever has the ball, smother them with gang tackling because and wrap up. Because one-arm tackles ain't going to take anybody down unless you're trying to get a horse collar flag or whatever. Because they... Some of these plays could have been stopped much sooner if we just wrapped up. I swear, that's that's all it needed. That's all we needed. That's all it could have taken was just wrap up. But overall, I'm not going to lie, it's a really good first half. Like, we really, we really had things going for us, honestly. Like, we were able to get in the end zone first and... Even though we had a problem with the red zone on a few plays, but that's not till the second half. And that one interception did set us back just a little bit. We actually doing pretty well for the first half. And like I said already, it's still week one. We're still get in the new year, in the new season. And I'll say it one more time. Lamar hasn't been in an NFL game since... Week 13 last year. So this is, I want to say, around November-ish. So coming up close to a year. Actually, maybe not. Uh, Let's see. Okay, maybe sometime between the month of November to December, Lamar Jackson got hurt in week 13. Or no, wait. No, 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 no. My apologies, Ravens Flock. Um... 
What? Well, you all know what I mean. You all remember. So it's not like I have to explain it to you. But my point and overall thing is we're allowed to make that one mistake one time. We do it more than once, though. It's a problem. But it is what it is. We'll get back into the recap as we always do. So going back and starting with the third quarter as they did since they won the coin toss, Houston elected. Elected to defer and now is getting the ball back to start the third quarter, which this is what I was talking about here. So it wasn't from the first to the second. It was the second to the third, how they end the game with the ball or end the half of the ball and then start it with the ball. So we're now starting on first and 10. We have my man Justin Matabike sacking CJ Stroud on the first play of the game. First damn play. My man. Justin Matabike breaks the line, breaks through everything, gets to the quarterback, and puts him down because now it's on second and 21, and they end up throwing an incomplete pass. Now on third and 21, there was an illegal shift, and they ended up gaining nine yards so that we ended up declining that penalty. Now on four and 12, they end up having to punt the ball away. Now on first and 10, Zay Flowers ends up getting the first down. So great, beautiful. First and 10, Dobbins gains one. Then on second and nine, we gain a few four yards. Now on third and five, we end up taking our time, our first time out. So, and once we come back from it, Zay Flowers gets a beautiful catch and run for 19 yards. 19 yards, y'all. Like, again, I said it once, twice already. This is his NFL debut. This man just started his first NFL game. And I think he I think they said he had like 25 family members in the stands watching him. And he real I really hope they were proud of this young man because he absolutely killed it yesterday. There were a few things where it got later in the game where it could have been a little better. We were really trying to force it to him, but overall over under. You know, whatever. I don't. I don't know terminology. Not terminology. I don't know jokes. Uh, Zay Flowers really was killing it. So now, back on, back to it. First and ten, we got a beautiful pass to Rashad Bateman for the first down. Now on first and ten, Zay Flowers only got a couple. Or first and goal, I meant he only got a couple. Now on second and goal, Dobbins gains five, and this is where. Like I said at the very beginning, this was the play he got hurt and where they said at the end that it was his Achilles and he's done for the year. For the year. And it it's only week one. Just week one. And he's already done and out for the year. So now on third and goal, Justice Hill. Our boy Justice Hill ends up getting the touchdown here. So now there was a flag though. There was a flag at the same time and it was a neutral zone infraction on Houston. So we said, you know what? Instead of kicking the field goal, we're going to pull it back and we end up going for two. And we got, and our boy Gus the Bus Edwards ends up getting the two point conversion now. So it's up to 15 to six in the middle of the third quarter. Baltimore up as we, as we are, as we do. So now on first and 10. Texans end up getting the first down because there was also a flag on us for holding. First and 10, they gain four. 
Second and six, they end up getting a loss of one, and there was a holding call, so replay second down. Now on second and 16 is a drop pass. Third and 16, they caught they caught the ball, but they were just short. And now it's fourth and one, and they attempt to go for it. They attempt the fourth down, but it is no good. We stuffed them at the line and sacked them. Well, we didn't sack them, but we stopped them in the backfield. We kept them from going anywhere. So we were able to stop their fourth down conversion, which was absolutely beautiful. And we're switching back to us. So now on first and 10, Gus Edwards, he gains a full first down. First and 10, Lamar ends up... This this play here was a miscommunication between Lamar and one of our running backs because ball snapped and he ends up fumbling the ball. Luckily, we ended up recovering with 6.15 left in the third quarter. Now on second and seven was an incomplete pass. But again, pass interference. Absolutely awesome. So <laughs> that really helped us out. Is on first and goal. Justice Hill got a huge gain. Like, I'm, I'm talking from the 15 to the 5, I want to say, if I'm remembering it just, just correctly enough. Now on second goal, Justice Hill got his second TD in a row. In a row, people. Like, it was, we got a touchdown, then, we get, then they get the ball, don't go anywhere, then he gets another touchdown right back to back. Like, it's absolutely ridiculous. I don't even want to say it's ridiculous. It's nuts. Justice Hill is 43 years old, man. Or I, Yeah, Justice Hill is 43 years old, and this man is still balling like he's in his 20s. So, what, what, what can I really say about a man who can, who's that, who's that age and balls like he can, and can hang with the rest of them? That's all I really got to say about that. So now it's 22 to 6 with 521 left in the third quarter. Now first and 10. Houston ends up getting a delay of fl- delay a game and end up having to take a timeout. First and 10, they only gain one. Second and nine, they gain eight. Third and one, they end up converting. First and 10, gain of 11. First and 10, gain of only three. Now it's 311 left in this quarter here. Second and seven, no gain. They end up going to third and seven, converting, end up getting a holding call, though. So they end up having to pull it back to third and 16, and they end up getting a complete incomplete pass because our boy Patrick Queen was on the tackle. He was on the move. He was on the hunt, and this man did his thing. Like I said, like he does, Patrick Queen did his thing. Pat... Anytime someone asks me to help them with fantasy and they ask me, say, tell me to pick a defense, I always tell them, pick our defense because you have people like Justin Matabike or Roquan Smith or Marlon Humphrey or Patrick Queen or Kyle Hamilton. Like they, like our defense is the top in the league. Like you can't tell me different, even if that's not true right now, I guarantee you it's going to be. It, like I said, if it isn't already. But now on 4th and 16, Texans have to punt with a minute 37 left. So it's 1st and 10 for us. Dropped pass, unfortunately. 2nd and 10, Justice Hill gains 2. 3rd and 8, we get a beautiful... Oh my god, this one. This one here. Our boy, 
Odell Beckham Jr. And everybody said that this would be a bad idea getting him on this team. Well, to everybody who said, no, we shouldn't have picked OBJ, nerds to you. Because this man had a beautiful 38-yard over-the-shoulder catch from Lamar. And this was absolutely insanity this catch. I swear to God. I swear to God. I absolutely lost it when I saw it. I thought Lamar was overthrowing him. But this man, Odell, after missing a whole year, didn't even see the field last season. One bit. This man balled out like he like he never left. Like he never missed a beat. And I don't know what to tell you guys. I don't know what to, I don't know what to say or anything like that because it's absolutely crazy. So now on first and ten, we had the ball knocked out of our hands, and Houston ended up recovering it. Unfortunately, now on first and ten for Houston, they gain four. It's second and six. They get the first down. There was a face mask call on us at the same time, and that actually ends up. Ending the third quarter because I'm going to be honest, I was not a fan of that face mask call because it was kind of garbage. I'm not going to lie. It was it was kind of a garbage call. Like, I've seen better calls, like complete better calls. You can't tell me you haven't either. But it is what it is. Now going to the final quarter of the game, we are un. Since technically this one was weird, they end up having an untimed play before they started technically starting the fourth quarter because this was a play that was at the end of the third. So it's first and goal, and Roquan Smith, our boy Roquan Smith, ends up sacking C.J. Stroud on this one here. It was absolutely amazing. And now this officially starts the second quarter. It's second and goal for Houston. They get an incomplete. Third and goal, they end up catching the ball. Didn't get in the end zone, but they end up having to get it pulled back because there was a flag for an illegal shift. Now on third and goal, once again, ball got knocked out of bounds. So on fourth and goal, they end up sailing up a field goal for their... Third one of the night, making it 22-9. Baltimore still on top with 13.47 left in the fourth. First and 10 here. Gus Edwards only goes for two. Second and, second and eight. We get a false start on us. So now on second and 13, it's gain of four. Third and nine. We end up getting a beautiful screen pass for 17 yards to Zay Flowers. Unfortunately, our boy Ronnie Stanley got hurt, and I'm going to be honest, like I said, this is where we started dropping off, like, badly. Now on first and 10, Justice Hill getting the ball, but knocked and taken down for a loss of one. Now on second and 11, Lamar tries to take it himself. He does a little spin move, but can't go anywhere. So now, uh, but well, he technically did get a yard, but... We didn't get that many more positive yards like we could have. So now on third and 10, Lamar unfortunately is sacked. And there was a holding flag on us at the same time. Like, it's bad enough we got our quarterback got sacked. But then to throw a holding flag on top, is just, that's just salt in the wound, y'all. I'm going to be honest. That is salt in an open wound. And it is what it is, though, because we end up having to punt the ball on fourth and 16. So now... Back to Houston, back to their side here. 
So on first, first and 10, they end up gaining one. On second and nine, they get an incomplete pass. On third and nine, they get a deep 26-yard conversion. And they had an injured player, George Font. Hope he's okay. I, I cannot for the life of me remember off the top of my head what position he was playing. But I believe... Nope, I'm not going to even try and guess it. I'm not going to even think it. But after that, on first and 10, the ball was knocked loose from C.J. Stroud, and we ended up recovering it. And that one was David Ojabo. He ended up doing that. And that right there, that he's another one for our defense that just absolutely crushes it and kills it. So now on first and 10, we gain one here. And on second and nine, Gus Edwards goes and gets only three. So now on third and six, Odell once again. Odell once again gets a great catch. This one, not as long. This one, only 28 yards. But still, this is where things really started to crush it and kill it. So now on first and goal, OBJ ends up gaining one. There was a flag, but they didn't really say what it was for. I think they just... At, threw a flag in this one is they did throw a flag by accident and I believe this was the this was the one here but first and goal Justice Hill only gains a few and our center Tyler Lindenbaum goes down and gets hurt <laughs> this was really not our going our way I'm gonna be honest guys now on second and goal Zay Flowers he ends up getting a loss of two then on third and goal Ends up, Zay Flowers again gets a loss of six. And this is where I was saying that he was where we were trying to force it to him. And again, I understood and understand that that was his NFL debut. But we weren't really playing football. We were trying to force him to get into it. And it just wasn't working properly. So on fourth and goal, JT, Justin Tucker has to field goal it. Sailing it up for 25-9 to with 4-10 left in the game. Now on first and 10, gain of six for Houston. Second and four, they throw an incomplete pass. In this one here, it ended up hitting the man's hands and touching the ground at the same time. But when you saw it originally, you wouldn't have been able to tell that. And this is why Houston threw up the challenge flag. They ended up losing the challenge, getting charged their second timeout of the half. So now on third and four, they convert. First and 10, C.J. Stroud himself, the QB, he ends up getting the first down. Then on first and 10, they end up throwing an incomplete. Second and 10, Roderick Washington gets a big sack on C.J. Stroud. And there you go. There's another name right there. Roderick Washington, another defensive player of ours that just absolute beast and monster. So now on third and 18, they end up gaining only five here. Then on fourth and 13, they end up throwing an incomplete pass, and that brought them through the two-minute warning technically because when they did this and the ball went off, it was at 2.01. So now on first and 10, Gus Edwards gains one, and this is where they had just randomly mentioned that we had a minute and 54 seconds left in the game. Now on second and seven, Gus gains three more. Texans take their third charge timeout, leaving them with none left in the half. Or in the game, I should say. Third and four, we take our second timeout. And then when we come back, Justice Hill ends up losing four yards. As we tried to go for the hard count, couldn't get him to jump. We end up getting taken down in the backfield here. Now on fourth and eight, we have to punt the ball away. We 
And before that, again, we used our last timeout. So now, uh, and that only ha- gave us a minute eight left. First and 10 for Houston Texans. They gained five, 53 seconds left. Second and five, they convert. First and 10, they end up gaining only just a couple. And then with, as the time windowed down, they just ran out of time, ran out, ran out the clock. But I'm going to be honest, there was no way they were coming back anyway. So, first game of the season, and we take the big dub. We take the victory, y'all. We end up walking away in our own house, 25-9, Baltimore up. Big dubs for the Ravens flock yesterday. And all I can say is, it was a great game. Like, it was, it was for our being our season opener, we did a very good job. And I very mispronounced the word opener. Season opener. We did a hell of a job. Absolutely crushed it. Absolutely killed it. What did kill us, like I said, during halftime, were those penalties. But it's week one. We're allowed to make those mistakes, allowed to get past those because once we get later in the year and we get to like week eight and nine is when I'm going to start changing my tune. Be like, okay, this was good weeks one, two, and three. However, it's getting a little later. So we need to, uh, we need to figure this out, change our rhythm and tone here. But other than that, it was, it was overall just a good game and just, what we really need to do is lower and limit those penalties. And that that's really all I have to really come out and say for the end of the game. Because other than that, we played one heck of a game. Because we're built like that. We are those guys. We are that team. That's all I can say. We're, th- we're that team. Crazy. Absolutely awesome. But other than that... I, I don't really know what else to say, but I, I got, honestly, I, I'm not 100% sure what else I can say. And now, we will be taking it on the road next week, going back to our division rival, Cincinnati. And uh, we, we, all, we all know how that one went. Beat them, lost to them. Lost to them again. And, or beat them again, then we get to uh, Wild Card Weekend, and we, we, we don't need to talk about Wild Card Weekend. I'm going to be honest, guys. But we will be on the road in Cincinnati, 1 o'clock this coming Sunday. And you know me. I'll be bringing everybody the coverage in one week from now, next Monday, right after the fact. Or actually, you know what? I'll probably do it Sunday. I'll, I won't even make you guys wait till the next day. I will do it the same day because I love everybody who listens every single week, every single episode, tells their friends every single thing. And I just appreciate my fan base, whether big, small, I don't care. I could have 5,000 listeners or I could have 15 listeners. I'm going to love all of you the same because... As I said in preseason, you folks are the reason why I do this. You all are the reason why I started this podcast and why I enjoy doing it so much and why I come back to it week to week to week. 
is I love bringing you all the recaps. But before I go, I did promise something in the beginning. I'm working on a little something for you guys. So this podcast might not just be audio for very much longer. I can't guarantee, I can't promise anything extra than that. But I figured I'd give you a little spoiler, a little teaser, you know, throw a little something everybody's way just to keep them sitting on the, ooh, what's coming soon? What's coming next kind of thoughts and kind of vibes. But with that being said, I've been your host, Anthony Propes. You've been listening to Baltimore Talk, and I will see you in the next one. Goodbye.